Hey, what's up, VLC family? Jacob here. I want to say thank you for tuning in and joining us for today's Good Friday message. You know, it's really hard to see the good in a day like this, on this particular day where our Savior was beaten and hung on the cross to die. But we know as Christians, this weekend, really this day is, is the most monumental weekend in the history of this world. As terrible as the days leading up to the resurrection were, we know that all of this was part of God's perfect plan to save His people. And so in just a moment, my dad, our senior pastor, is going to give about a 13-minute Good Friday message. And so I want to encourage you, wherever you're at, grab a seat, grab your Bible, even grab something to take notes with. Because we believe every time the Word of God is read and the story of Jesus is told, things begin to happen. The message starts now. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us on this Good Friday. The subject... Good Friday. The actual title of this short message, a bad Friday for Jesus, but a good Friday for mankind. Let me put it this way. When men and women die in war, that's bad for them, but good for the living. When a mother gives her life for a child, that's bad for her, but good for the child. When an innocent person dies for the guilty, that's bad for them, but good for the innocent. Well, let me explain a little bit about that bad day that we call Good Friday. So in order to understand that, we need to go back to the garden to understand why we needed a Good Friday. Well, the good and bad took place in the garden. The good took place when God created man. Here's what God told us. Genesis 1:27. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And then in verse 28, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Feel the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, and the animals that scurry along the ground. Genesis 1.31 reminds us, Then God looked over all that he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed, and the morning came, marking the sixth day. Now that was the good, the perfection. That's what God made. Well, what happened to that? Now, the bad, the imperfection. Genesis 2, 15 through 17. You see, the Lord God placed man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord warned him, you may freely eat of the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of good and evil. If you eat this fruit, you're sure to die. Well, guess what? Adam and Eve disobeyed God. They ate from the fruit of the tree. You see, they wanted to do as they pleased. And ever since then, each man and woman does what's right in their own eyes. We have rebelled against our God. We want to be God, not Yahweh to be God. That's the bad 
And that's the reason, or one of the reasons, why there's a need for Good Friday. It all began in the garden. Now, the bad or the penalty because of the sin in the garden. The result is slavery and death. Death first. Let's look at that for a moment. In Genesis 3.19, because of what Adam and Eve did, here's what God pronounced upon man and woman. He said, by the sweat of your brow, you will have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and dust you will return. That's speaking about physical death. Then another passage of scripture tells us, it is appointed unto men once to die. And after this, the judgment. This is all because we rebelled against him. This is called the second death, something that we really don't hear much about. So you see, the good and the bad happened in the garden. Slavery was the result also, not only death, but slavery. You see, Israel kind of gives us a picture of actually what's happening to mankind spiritually. You see, Israel went into captivity for over 400 years, and they would have remained there. You see, Adam and Eve became slaves to sin, actually the author of sin, and they would have remained in that condition forever. You see, ever since Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, man and woman became slaves to sin. And who is the author of sin? Satan. So we have become shackled to the author of sin, Satan. Romans 6 declares that very clearly in 617. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God, once you were slaves of sin. You see, that indicts the whole human race. So because of what happened in the garden, there's death and slavery, Thus, the need for Good Friday. This is something very interesting. The good. You see, before man and woman sinned in the garden, God planned all along to redeem us, to set us free, to get us back to our innocence. Israel, again, once helps us with this picture again. You see, Israel was slaves for over 430 years in Egypt. And Israel was physically set free at the cost of the firstborn male of every Egyptian. Not only that, they had to kill a lamb, an innocent lamb, and spill its blood. All that was a part of setting physical Israel, the nation Israel, free from being captive to the Egyptians. Well, spiritual freedom came at a cost too. The cost of God's only begotten son. He planned this before he ever created the world. In Revelation 13:8, the scripture reminds us that Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. Do you see how much God loves us? He knew we would fail him. Yet birth took place. 
He wants us to live with him forever. So he sent his only son to die on our behalf. Now I want to tell you something about the good and the bad of God's judgments that is promised in Scripture. The continual sacrifices speak about the bad, the innocent having to be slain in order for us to be made righteous with God. It happened in the garden. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, God slayed an innocent animal to cover man, or Adam and Eve in this case's sin. They were naked and they knew they were naked. I believe the nakedness speaks about the internal nakedness and the outward nakedness of man. And the only way that could be taken care of, God shedding an innocent animal's skin. Now man, Adam and Eve, tried to cover their sin. They tried to get right with God. Thus was born religion in the garden. Mankind trying to cover his sin, trying to find a way to get him in right standing with God. But yet God is the only one that can do such a feat. He did that on Good Friday. So for over 2,000 years, innocent animals have had to die in order for mankind to be forgiven. They would confess their sins and they would offer an innocent animal. The blood was shed and put on the altar to forgive them of their sin. But it all really pointed to, one day, the ultimate sacrifice that God had planned before the foundations of the world that would be given. We call that again, Good Friday. A permanent sacrifice. That's the good. It was bad for Jesus, but it was good for us. You see, Jesus, who is God in the flesh, lived a perfect life, obeyed all the laws, offered his life a living sacrifice on the cross. He spilt his blood for mankind. And God said that whoever believes in my son will pass from death unto life. Jesus' blood will cover their sin, forgive them of their sin. This is the ultimate sacrifice that God accepted on our behalf. He credits our account righteousness. He erases the debt. Forgiveness is given. Hebrews tells us about this act that he did on Good Friday. Hebrews 10, 12. But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins. Good for all time. One sacrifice. Then he continues... Then he sat down at the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. That's what Good Friday is about. Jesus sacrificing his life for man. The innocent for the guilty. One more thing. On the cross, there were seven famous sayings. One was, it is finished. Just before he said it is finished, he gave us a clue or an indication of how we would be saved and who could be saved. There was a, two thieves on each side of Jesus. And the thief 
said to Jesus, we deserve what we've gotten. We deserve this cross. We deserve this punishment. We deserve this crucifixion. He was admitting he was a sinner. The how to be saved. And then he put his confidence in Jesus when he said, you don't deserve this. I'm paraphrasing what he said to Jesus. You don't deserve this. And the response Jesus gave is beautiful. He said, today you will be with me in paradise, basically because of what he did. He put his confidence in Jesus. So without doing anything at all, without being able to do one religious ritual, without reading a Bible, going to church, being baptized, this guilty man represents all mankind because we're all guilty. The scripture says there is none righteous, no, not one. So in order for us to live with God forever, a sacrifice had to be made. Blood had to be spilled. That was God's justice being appeased. So if you're listening to this small message on Good Friday, how can it impact your life? We've already explained what you need to do. Like the thief, admit you're a sinner. Admit that you have rebelled against God. And then number two, believe in the finished work of the cross when Jesus said, it is finished, and he breathed his last breath. And God was satisfied with what he did. And then three, confess him. Confess him. I believe in Jesus, Father. Then go get baptized. Let's bow for a moment of prayer. Father, thank you so much for Good Friday that was actually a bad Friday for you. Those listening, encourage them. As sometimes we fail you, that there's nothing we can do to add to what you did on the cross. Thank you for sending your only son. And to those who've never believed, Father, encourage them through the power of the Holy Spirit to put their trust in the gospel message, the good news that Jesus did die in their behalf. If they will put their trust in him, he will save them. And then it can become a good Friday for them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, thanks so much for watching and tuning in for this Good Friday message. We hope that this message blessed you. You know, we can't wait for this Sunday, Easter at VLC. It's going to be amazing. In fact, if you don't attend our church, would you consider showing up? We have two service times, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And both of those service times, uh, there will be an Easter egg hunt that will follow for the kids. So that's going to be pretty awesome. And if you consider VLC your home and you attend here and you're showing up, would you pray about who God may have you bring or invite to this service? You know, we've got a ton of these still here at the church. I know we don't have a lot of time left, but you can come and grab them. Or if you have them, invite people, give them these cards. Or real simple, you can share our social media posts on Instagram and Facebook at VLC Plantation. Let's get people here. Here's our hope and here's our prayer that we would see, whether in person or online, that we would see souls saved and lives transformed. Once again, thanks for tuning in and watching this Good Friday message. We cannot wait to see you at Easter.